I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are making an intentional choice to not just make Easter a one-day celebration that's mostly about a fancy dress and chocolate-filled bunnies, but to make it about knowing the one we are celebrating that day, Jesus. Over the next seven weeks, we will slow down the final days of Jesus' life. We will take a peek into each of these moments so that we can know Him better. I want to teach you some common Lent practices, Bible study, fasting, Lent candles, repentance, and prayer. I will guide you through implementing each of these. Help me spread the message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know all of us struggle with how to really focus on Jesus during Easter. And it's crazy because this should be the holiday we go all in for. But I get it. We've never been shown how. My friend, that all changes with this study. We are going to do this together. This Lent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. I would love for you to join our community as we are growing even more in God's Word. And I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This will be automatically applied when you sign up today. This spring, we are studying the book of James, which is the perfect complement to this final day's Lent study, because it was one of the very first letters written to the first followers of Jesus. So as you are studying the final days of Jesus' life, you will see how the first followers lived it out. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get started with today's session. Forsaken. If you haven't already, spend some time in prayer today. Praise God. Repent of sins. Ask for others and yourself. Yield to God, then wait and listen. Today we are getting a head start. Use what you focus on today to settle in on your heart and mind over the next few days. The cross isn't typically something that grieves us. Instead, we like to decorate our homes and ourselves with it. The symbol of the cross is now more of our club's brand, as opposed to our pl- the place our sins took our God to his death. Question, when you see a cross, what do you typically think about? I hope that today we can bring some reverence back to the cross as we remember what happened that day. Before we go to the cross, I want us to come to it with a better understanding. Prompt, read Hebrews 9.22 and write it out below. Hebrews 9.22 In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness. We don't get this concept of needing a blood sacrifice for sins. In those days, it was the practice of the Jews. They regularly made sacrifice, sacrifices of animals for sin. We see it in other cults or religions, where they sacrifice animals or even people. Our culture has gotten so far from this, which is healthy in so many ways. However, we don't see sin as a need for penance. We live in a society where every kid gets a trophy and everyone is special. We don't know how to handle conflict, so we avoid it. Our society has become so self-centered and so tolerant that we have a hard time seeing our need for a blood sacrifice. Question, would you agree with this? Do you struggle with this idea? Do you think others who don't claim Jesus struggle with this concept? The meaning of the cross gets lost on us when it comes to the sacrifice because we just can't even relate. 
the meaning of the cross is lost on us because the pain and brutality of the cross is nothing compared to what we see in PG-13 movies nowadays. Today, I want you to fight to see the meaning and the purpose of the cross. You are going to study most of it on your own today. May your reading today feel more like a conversation with Jesus. Ask him to show you what he did and why, how that relates to your life and those around you. Read Matthew 27 verses 33 through 56 through once and then answer the questions below. Matthew 27 verses 33 through 56. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine to mix, to drink mixed with gall. But after tasting it, he refused to drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. And sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, You you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the Son of God. In the same way, the, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over the whole land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge, and he filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. And at that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of their tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and Mary of Zebedee's sons. Question, where did they go? Verse 33. Question, what did they offer Jesus to drink? And what did he do? Verse 34. Question, what did they do with Jesus? Verse 35. Question, what did they do with his things? Verse 34. Question, who was present at the cross? Question, what were the final words Jesus heard spoken to him? Question, what happened in nature? 
Question, what was the first thing Jesus said on the cross? And why did he say it? Question, what was he offered again? And what was different about it this time? Question, what was the last thing Jesus did on the cross? Question, what happened next? From verse 51 through 54. A lot happened in just a few verses. Actually, everything happened. Our lives and the world were never the same because of that day. We could go into the details of the excruciating pain that Jesus endured that day for us. I encourage you to go and do some research. Also, watch some of the movies about Jesus, like The Passion of the Christ or Son of God. It's a beautiful way to visually experience what that day might have looked like. There are also many articles you can search to learn more about the pain of being crucified. We are going to try something that will be easy for some of you and challenging for others like me. We are going to sketch out the scene. By sketch, I mean stick figure at best, unless you are an artist and it's more fun for you to be fancy. By doing this, the whole scene, it further further ingrained into our minds. Use the answers from above to draw it all out. Do voice bubbles to express what people said. Draw and label those people. Don't use what, what you've seen in the movies or picture Bibles. Just draw it out exactly as the word describes. Prompt. Sketch out the scene of the cross below. Question. What's your biggest thought when staring at this picture? Question. What do you imagine was going through Jesus' head this entire time? Question. Why didn't he stop it, especially after hearing it would cause others to believe? Question, why did Christ have to die on the cross? Prompt, read Romans 3, 23-26 and write out the parts that answer the previous question. Romans 3, 23-26 For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Now read and write out 2 Corinthians 5.21. 2 Corinthians 5.21. God made him who had no sin to be God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Our sin nailed him to nailed him there so that we might become the righteousness of God. Today we looked at Jesus on the cross and those around him. Tomorrow, we will go to the cross. Bonus, if you have time and are able to come back and read the other accounts and the other Gospels, you can go to Mark 15, 21 through 41, Luke 23, verses 26 through 49, or John 19, verses 16 through 37, and mark below any additional pieces to this story. As we wrap up today, I want you to ask yourself, what should you do? How can you apply what you have heard today, James 1.22, and who should you tell? What is something you can share about today, and who should you share this with? 
My prayer for you is that you would feel like you know Jesus more as we work our way through his final days. His story is the reason we celebrate on Easter Sunday because it's the thing that has totally changed our lives. I so hope this was encouraging to you. If it was, it would be so helpful if you would leave a review for this show. If it wasn't, well, you don't have to leave a review. Finally, please share this with your friends. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free and super easy to do Lent study. And when you share about it on social media, be sure to use hashtag hearers and doers podcast and tag me at Becky Kaiser. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. I'll see you tomorrow with another final day's episode.